0: Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We hope you
1: enjoy
0: the message. year It's been a great year, hasn't it? I know some people, maybe you've had a tough year or a strange year and definitely in the political landscape of our country and of the world even, there's been a lot of change, hasn't there? This morning we're talking about unchanging God in a changing world. And I just want to direct you to Hebrews 6. It says this, This is what happens when you don't have a Bible. (laughs) It says this, Now when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. Isn't that a great Bible verse? What that Bible verse is saying is this, that God doesn't change, God can't lie, and he said to us that he will never change, and he'll never let us down. And that's what we want to speak about this morning, the hope to which we've been called, which is the solid rock called Jesus. So we're going to do things a little bit different this morning. We're going to have a bit of a panel discussion around this subject. So let's give a massive round of applause to Jared, Christine, and Louise. Great. Take a seat, guys. Brill. Are you all right there? Yeah. We don't want anyone falling off stage. It'd be good for YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, guys, we'll just take a second. Let's go down the line. We just introduce yourself? Just a a quick 30 seconds. Hi, I'm Louise.
2: I'm a daughter. My mum and dad live out in Wirral. Um, I'm a sister, I've got a sister who lives in Birmingham I'm a wife, I've been married to Andy for 25 years and I'm a mother, I've got Olivia and Morgan and um, I became
0: a Christian when I was 16 in school when a Y1 team came to school and did some evangelism and that's been a rock and foundation
3: of my life since and Brilliant, awesome You've all got yep. uh, My name's Jared, I'm 30 years old um, my wife is here uh, she's pregnant, 20 weeks, Whee! so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I've been part of this church for about 13 years now, um, made the transition over to the Mansfield campus, and uh, yeah, blessed to be here. Hi, my name's Christine, and I'm the middle child three, and I've been married to Neil for 28 years. Uh, I
1: have two daughters, one 21 and one 19 um, and I have the privilege of working for Arena uh, on a part time basis. And I've been a Christian since
0: that was 17 as mm-hmm. well. First generation Christian, then. Uh, wow. Well. Um, so, um, guys, just a very quick one then. Just give us a quick highlight of 2018. What's been a highlight for, for you? Yeah, you.
2: Okay, so it's been a highlight for us. We've had.
0: You may or may not, and I lead the team. to run a um, care for coffee here on Tuesday
2: and Wednesday, yeah, um, every week. And so, this year it's a privilege to work with Leslie and Sandra, first of all, I've got to say, yeah. because we call it care for coffee, and they are very caring and kind of people, yeah. And so, the result of that is people have come in who have needed caring for, yeah, who have been shown love, they received love, and they're growing in that love as well. And the people who we've received in. Uh, such as and Bill and Edwin's here this morning. They're very actually kind, kind people themselves. Yeah. Passing it on.
0: Yeah, it's so great. In the
2: highlights. And from the point of not knowing who's coming at all, so these people are coming in as well, and also working with outside agencies. Yeah, right? amazing. County Council, and doing, working with them, and so that's brought extra avenues to us that we never thought yeah.
0: would exist. Well, look, the team are doing an amazing job on. Let's give them a round of applause. Come on. Yeah.
3: Great. Jazz? Yeah, I think for me, I've I've already alluded to it, but um, probably the most obvious one is that I'm going to be a dad for the first time. Yeah. Um, I I cannot wait, to be honest. My my face shows that um, (laughs) it's just a dream come true to know that we can have children. Um, First of all, uh, my my brother and his wife, they they adopted because they couldn't have children. So sometimes you can take those things for granted. Um, But we're so thankful that, you know, we can bring either a son or daughter into the world and, yeah. and we just can't wait for that time in May when we get to see them hopefully it'll be a footballer like it's dad <laughs> um, if it's a girl or a boy so uh, yeah, it's, that's uh, great news for us for Okay, our highlight um, was in August, um, my eldest daughter who was on holiday with her boyfriend's family in Wales and we got a phone call one night from her boyfriend Alex to
1: ask they were Wow! Which was beautiful. And then seven o'clock the next morning, he was on the phone.
0: They've gone out at six o'clock and proposed oh, nine, eight. Eight. Wow! So that was a massive Wow! 2020. That's good. He's
1: a he's a better guy than me. Six o'clock in the
0: morning. <laughs> no, that is no time for a proposal. <laughs> what a man! If you know Alex, he's uh, he's such a great guy, and uh, I'm sure you guys are incredibly. Um, yeah, incredibly happy, because he's such a great guy. Um, like I said, it doesn't it seem like our world's changing at an incredibly rapid pace, doesn't it, at the moment? Um, I don't need to mention things like Brexit, even though I've done it, um, and, and other things in the US political landscape or wherever it is around the world, and not just that, but morally and all that th- those kind of things. It seems our like world's changing at a, a breakneck speed. Um, some of it, obviously, is great, some of it is bad, and some of it, at the moment, we're not even sure about. Um, but I want to ask, guys, how does your faith remain constant in the change of life? And, Christian, probably good for you to start us off on this. Yeah, Neil um, and I coming into a new season. Um, there
1: was always four of us sat around the dinner table, very often now there's just two. Mm. Obviously, the girls are getting older, but I think probably the biggest change we've had to navigate... Um, <coughs> was that I daughter to Abigail when she went to university. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people probably sat out there and had to navigate that when they were to leaving home. Um, but, to be honest with you, I'd always molly-cuddled Abigail. She was our baby. <laughs> our baby girl. Um, and Abigail uh, has epilepsy. She's, she's had it since she was five, and to actually developed questions. where she was having quite like, bad seizures and so we've had to navigate that, you know, as a lot of people do. Um, so when she was looking to go to university, that was massive because I had long accomplished it to the point that even at 16, 17, I was still picking the prescriptions up for her and, you know, it was just massive to think that she was not only going to leave home, but she'd got this condition that she'd got to manage, she was still having seizures on occasion, um, but I just want to roll back a couple of years before she made that decision. Um, Neil and I and decided that um, once a month we were going to have a Saturday out somewhere in a town or a city that we'd never been to before. So mm-hmm. we kept picking places that we'd never been to. So we just said one day, "Oh, let's go to Lincoln." never it Lincoln, and says it really nice. So we had a beautiful day in Lincoln, just the two of us, and. Uh, I went, well, nearly gone, actually. I don't think he'd abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know me, there's a lovely wharf that overlooks the water and there's cafes and everything. I was just standing there, and I can't say God wrote anything in the square. and I just had this sense, one of your girls is going to come to Lincoln for wow. uni. So, roll that on two years, Naomi had no interest in uni, she wanted to get to work, so I knew where this was going. Yeah. So I began to start talking about uni and what she wanted to study, and she applied to, to three universities, um, and Lincoln being one of them. I'd never spoken to her about it because I didn't want to influence her or put any pressure on, but... Um, Lincoln was one of them she got accepted and she went there and it was almost like, God, you're just so clever because you, yeah. you knew how hard this was going to be, my baby yeah. girl. But it was almost like you prepared the way. Yeah. So Amazing. She said, you know, it's not Dumont, <clears throat> Darby, it's not Derby, it's not Lincoln. It was like, okay, God, we've got this. Yeah. 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 We can do this. Yeah. It's very tough, but, you know, uh I'm, I'm not saying it's was plain kind of sailing, but I just knew. But God had yeah.
0: ordained it, so she was just walking. Yeah, and sure. it. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, Lou, what about yourself, You know, with again, with the change of life? Um, so, I'm, I don't view life like that, actually. Um, I'm always telling the kids, embrace change. Yeah.
2: There's always change coming. Olivia's not one for
0: change. She's not in the
2: room, so... <laughs> She's not one for change. Come <clears throat> on, you've got to get used to change. Andy's in and out of the house... It could have been anywhere he, and he might leave the house and go into Scotland and he might end up in south. does <laughs> so constant change like that but from a deep personal level I find that um, for me personally when I don't want to embrace the change it's because if I've got a bit stuck in the rut it's because I'm looking down the microscope at my life mm. and um, okay. that doesn't help you at all I mean sometimes you need to sort out the detail of life but if you look up and you look around yeah. I think if somebody else instead of yourself that always helps you that's good so someone else is always going through change someone else always needs a bit of help a bit of encouragement and if you don't know anyone necessarily there's always a person that's talking to you Yeah. so um, I always tell myself stop looking down the microscope yeah
0: so good that's so good that deserves a round of applause that answer <clears throat> There's that old adage, isn't it, that changes is here to stay, and that is, is so true in, in our world and in our life, and um, I think we always get in trouble when we get so introspective, that it's all just about us, don't we, it all just becomes about me and my thing, and when we get, um, actually, studies have shown that when you get your eyes onto other people, that it even helps your mental health, yeah. and, um, you know, that, that's an amazing thing. So, as we've said, great things happen in the year. Tough things happen in the year. Jazz. Obviously, you've been on this planet thirty years. Nice even number. Um, you've obviously had some tough years, some great years. How, in the tough years, have you have you dealt with that? Have you walked with God in in those times when it's been a bit more tough?
3: I think. I think looking back now, I think um, I've been a Christian since I was nineteen years of age. Uh, I'd say, when I first become a Christian, really, actually, you're a baby again, aren't you? Mm. Because you're born again, so really, things that you would do back then, well, 11 years on, I should be doing a bit differently now, yeah. or really, I'm still a baby. Yeah. Okay, and, and actually, the Bible tells us that we should be maturing in our faith as yeah. we draw closer to God and the years go on. Uh, I'd say, when I was younger, if bad things would happen, uh, naturally, I would turn around and go, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Okay, God, I, I didn't become a Christian to go through these things. Um, I thought it'd be a bit plain sailing. Well, let me tell you from the get-go, if, if you want to become a Christian, your life's not going to always be like that. No, it's true. Life's not like that. Life sometimes has ups and it has downs. But what the Bible tells us is that God is with us through all of that and he's faithful. Yeah. So actually, that's what being a Christian is about. Um, I'd say this last year has uh, probably been the toughest of my life um, for different reasons, things that I, I don't understand. And also, being a Christian is not about understanding everything. No. It's, it's true. You know, and I'd say the same. When, I, when I'd just become a Christian, I always, I always seemed to think that I had to have the answer to every question. That if somebody asked me a question about God, I had to know the answer.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, actually, we don't. It's true. We don't, and that's where faith comes in. True. So there's things this year that are are out of our control, Uh, family circumstances with with my mum and my uncle, and it seems to... Do you know, sometimes you have those years, and you think, no more. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No more bad news. No more bad... It's felt like that this year. It's felt like, no, I can't take any more. But actually, you know... It says in it says in the Bible that God only gives us as much as we can handle. Yeah, and I have to take I have to take my faith and my trust in that. Yeah, because our feelings will tell us something else. True. Yeah, our feelings are different every day. We sometimes, you know, I, I can speak for myself. Sometimes I wake up and I don't really want to embrace the day, and sometimes I wake up and I feel strong. Yeah. But what I have to do is I have to. Take my assurance from God, yeah, but also put practical things in place, yeah. practical things of God in my heart, yeah, yeah. Uh, my tongue. Yeah yeah. But also, I think one thing that's really helped me this year is looking at all the times that God's been faithful, where I felt like I'm drowning.
0: Yeah, it's good mate.
3: So I've looked on my journey and thought, I didn't think I'd get through that, but this is how I got through it. Yeah, Or listening back to prophetic messages over my life. Thinking back to words that's been over my life. And God will remain faithful. I believe that. God, yeah. God will remain. He can't change. That's what it's all about. It's true. That the world will change, but God can't change. Yeah. So we will have seasons. It actually said in Psalm 34 that, you know, when our spirits are crushed, God rescues us. And it says every time. Yeah, yeah every time yeah and there's times when I felt my spirit has been crushed but I have to choose to believe that God's going to rescue me every time and I also need to think that there is a meaning behind things so God sometimes takes us through stuff to prepare us true for things you know he he takes us through hard times to prepare us for the next thing or for things to come and and that's where I choose to in a sense, train my mind. Yeah. Yeah. To renew my That's mind good. and train it to, to go that way instead of going to the ever changing world's way.
0: That's good. That's a great answer again. Yeah. And um, listen, it might, you know, Jazz communicates that like well and all three of these do, but it's not easy to sit here and talk that openly uh, about that. And there is a lot to learn there. And if you're going through, you know, if you've been through a tough time, come and speak to Jared. I'd encourage you to do that as well. Christine, you were saying beforehand about how you used to deal with God um, <laughs> yeah. in, in tough times.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we were around church being brought up, um, but that I had a religious experience. And I think for me, the difference of actually getting into a relationship with Jesus Just was so different. And I think, you know, that's what I'd encourage you. You know, if if you've got a religious experience, just take that step further and meet Jesus face to face because that is the difference. I I can now sit and cry with Jesus. I can get frustrated with Jesus. It's that authenticity of relationship. But um, something I had to stop doing when I was a a young Christian, and um, I hope I don't do it so much now, but if things weren't going great, I used to blank God it's like okay (laughs) this isn't what I planned you know I'm a very solution orientated person so I can map things out if you've got a problem come see me I'll sort it and you know sometimes it's like God okay if you just need a hand I'm here just (laughs) I've got this don't worry you know so for me it's been letting go as Jaz says sometimes we go through things and we don't understand we don't think it's fair Uh, we just don't get it. You you think, you know, I'm I'm trying to do the best I can. It's nothing to do with how we're performing or how good we are, how bad we are. God is constant. And so I think, you know, I had to grow up because it was like, God, this isn't what I signed up for. So I'm just going to blank you for a while. You know, (laughs) I'm going to sit and read my Bible, but that's because it's a discipline. It's not because I'm doing relationship. And I had to grow up and say, God whatever
0: yeah you know
1: and um, just making myself accountable to people around me letting them speak into my life starting my day on my knees saying god whatever today brings yeah. it's in surrender to you and that doesn't mean everything goes great sometimes you can still have a bad day yeah. <laughs> but instead of getting home and thinking i'm going to turn the tv on and blank god because i don't want to talk about <laughs> this i actually go and talk to him and say do you know how frustrated i am by this but what can I learn, it's and good. what are you doing in me? It's good. Mm.
0: Love that. Okay. It's great. I um I was reading just this morning. Funnily enough, it's it's funny you say that. I was reading uh, I think like, one Samuel thirteen, and um King Saul had just become king, and he'd waited seven days for Samuel, and they, he was waiting for him to come and give the offering before they went to war, and um and basically people from the army had started to leave, and Saul was getting rest- restless, and he'd, he'd waited but then he decided to take it into his own hands and because he took it into his own hands things completely fell apart for his entire life because he tried to circumnavigate God's process uh, and tried to take it on himself and don't we do that so much don't we try and do it ourselves and work through it ourselves and think you know I need to be in control and I need to do this and even especially when it comes to kids like there's no bigger time when you'd love to think you know I'm going to guard children and Willow for their entire life and never let them out but We can't do that, can we? And I take great rest in knowing that God's in control. Mm. And that I don't, you know, we need to work, we need to do what God's called us to do, but we don't overstep the mark and try and do God's job for him. Because when humans do that, we always get into big trouble. Um, Lou, I'll ask this you to start off with, and guys, feel free to interject. But what's God taught you in this this last year? Um, Just
2: following on, really, from... Uh, Jared and Christine, really that um, to be salt and light and it doesn't matter like if you're in a really dark place or whatever it is you're going through your light is your light, it yeah. doesn't matter where it is, you might be with others um, who've got their little light shining and it might feel really small but to carry on doing it yeah. because you don't know what effect you're having on other people and everyone around you, that tiny bit of light there's so many people without anything just living in black without hope yeah. so just taking that scripture and being that light for next brilliant. year guys anything to add to that
3: yeah I think I think learning wise is um, I know this can sound quite harsh but try not to feel sorry for yourself and that can be hard in a sense <laughs> of you can go that introvert and go what, my, my place is far worse than theirs and you can feel sorry for yourself yeah, there is going to be times where you do feel that. You know, situations and circumstances don't change. But our attitude does, and the yeah. way we navigate through that has to change. Yeah, good. I think God want, what God wants to do is he wants to take your hand, and he wants to go through it. Yeah. You know, I've never known any circumstance in my life when God's told me to run away from it. <laughs> he, he doesn't do that. Yeah. He never does that. So it's how we're learning, how we're growing to deal with things. There might, there might be people here that uh, are struggling with addiction or they're struggling with a financial circumstance, struggling with a divorce or a relationship breakdown. Yeah. Well, God wants to work with us in that. Yeah. If you look in the Bible, all of these things happened. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. If, if, we, if we listed the circumstances on the screen there, we could go to Scripture. Yeah? yeah? But what needs to remain is we, are, we have to remain faithful to God. How do we do that? Well, practical is we remain in the Bible. Yeah. The enemy is very real. Yeah. And the enemy doesn't want us to go anywhere near the Bible. Yeah. yeah. The enemy doesn't want us to go into prayer with God. Because that is where actually our battleground is. Yeah. Yeah, it's against principalities and powers. And we, fight, we can only fight that with God. We can only yeah. fight that in prayer. Yeah. But practically... It is actually having the obedience to do those things yeah. on a daily basis. If yeah. if if to if ask the question and people not to answer but think about it, what, what's your devotional life been this year? Yeah, true. What what's your prayer life been like this year? Yeah. What's even your church attendance been this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well they're questions we can all ask individually yeah. and only answer individually. Yeah. It's true. But I guarantee that those things if they were upped would help. The situation, yeah. yeah, it may not completely change it, but it will help it. Yeah. So, it, it, I think it's for me, it's been a, a year of learning how to deal with hardship. It's
0: good, mate. And I think I've learned this year that, as well, on the back of that. And it's a great point. You know, we, you can feel sorry for yourself and feel like you're the worst, but you don't know what's happening in the life of that person to your left yeah. and to your right, and those people are even really close to you, friends, and that sort of thing. And, you know you're there to champion them on as well and to lift them up. And maybe sometimes you think, why are they acting like that? Why are they doing that? They've not been around or they've not been here or they've not been there, but you don't understand what they're going through. And instead of pulling away and and doing that, why don't you go to them and say, hey, how are you doing? Can I help? Are you doing all right? Because that's
3: what we're here for. And Sorry, just one quick point on that. One key thing thing not to do is is keep yourself in isolation. Yeah. Mm. I, I think that is such... That is quite a dangerous place to be because, you know, I don't know about you, but when I feel in that place, I, I want to isolate myself from other people or the world. Now, one thing, you know, a couple of things I've learned, you know, uh, my mum's had mental health issues for the, for the last year. That has been very hard to deal with. Um, but practically, you know, getting out of the house yeah getting fresh air what do we do when we're in isolation we want to stay inwards yeah. we want to stay where we feel we think we feel safe yeah. even though if we've done things for 50 years and suddenly they become they become different they become not safe anymore yeah. well getting out the house small groups talk to uh, paul and liz massive yeah, yeah. yeah i looked into a, a harvard research uh, the top university in the world And it's the longest research on relationships and happiness. Mm. 79 years. They said the key to happiness in life, Mm. okay, is relationships. Wow. And they were talking to top businessmen, famous actresses, actors. They were speaking to people who had gone homeless, schizophrenia, Mm. alcoholics. Mm. The whole for 79 years. And the key ingredient that come out is relationships and community. Wow. Well, let me tell you. That research has been going on 3,000 years in the Bible. It's true. It's nothing new. It's true. It's actually that we're putting it in different words, but the Bible tells us why do we do church? Because that's the way God prepared it. Great, mate. God needs us it's and good. wants us to be mm. in community for hard times and good times. It's brilliant.
0: Right, at the start of the Bible, God says it, it's not good for man to be alone. It's true. Um, Christine, in, in this world that's always changing, as, as we've said, And I don't want to be presumptuous in this, but do you believe in a God that never changes?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, I I think for me, a a scripture that is in Hebrews is when it talks about God being the anchor of our soul and things can come. Um, And even, you know, with Abigail, when she was moving away, I did actually have uh, somebody come to me and say, I can't believe you're letting her go. Hmm. So even then, you know, people around who you think would give you good advice and support you were actually questioning that we were letting her go you know she's 18 years old but we had that confidence in god he's our anchor you know nothing's changing with him he'd said that two years before she was walking in it i was walking in it you know as a family we were walking in it and i think it's that trust we very glibly sing songs about trust and faith but actually living it day by day true um, I think for me, you know, f- for the last probably couple of years, not just this year, is letting the Holy Spirit and letting God have access to all areas. Yeah, that's good. That's key. Yeah. Um, you know, walking every day with the Holy Spirit, asking him to lead you, guard you, challenge you. Yeah. You know, um, and I've gone into a whole new dimension without yeah. trying to sound super spiritual, but yeah. just allowing the Holy Spirit to speak, yeah. you know, because... I I could speak in tongues, and you know everything that we hear about there is the Holy Spirit. But I think sometimes we don't tap in to what the Holy Spirit is there yeah. to help—is our helper, is our comforter, is, yeah. you know—and this just this whole thing around trust. You know, we, we've had stuff to navigate as a family, employment, finances over the years, but God has been constant. Yeah, you know. And if anyone's gone anywhere, it's been us. It That's hasn't good. been God. Yeah, God's always been That's there. Good. Yeah.
0: Lou, just tell us what it looks like to have a relationship with this God who, who never changes.
1: Um,
2: what it what it looks like... Um, so I've been r- running Care for Coffee, I've been part of the arena team for two years, and God called me out of my other job to this. Yeah. But he'd called me into that job, so I'd been a d- school dinner lady for ten years. But before that, he'd called me into something else. Yeah. So that's what it looks like from 16 you can see that because before I gave my heart to Jesus at 16, I knew that I didn't have to think about it very hard because I knew I'd been looking for God. There was various things I'd done. So I knew that when someone asked me that question, do you want to give your heart to Jesus? The answer was really yes. And then because I thought, well, what else am I going to do? What else have I got to lose? Yeah. And there, I just knew that it was going to be a process so I can x amount of years on no, it's about 30 years on i can step it for you i can step it from that to that to that and um you know we talk about difficult times and some people know that i have a, a an illness that stops me doing some things uh, on a day day-to-day basis but even through all of that god said to me at the beginning of that we're going on a journey so when you're going on a journey you're going to see things you're going to learn things mm. um even in through sickness and other people have been sick around here God will have shown them a way God will have yeah. shown them a path and that's what that looks like it's brilliant God's with you on it's the brilliant. way
3: brilliant
0: yeah Jazz just finally as we finish there'll be people in here who kind of really struggle with the ups and downs of life so change you know one day they're on top of the world the next maybe you know uh, at the bottom of the valley if we're going to use that metaphor um what would you say to those people how can they live a life of hope with with the firm foundation that's Jesus
3: um I'm no expert in this, because I'm, I'm still trying myself. Um, but it is having that. God is the foundation. God is, God is the rock. God is the anchor. And it, it's what we put our hope and trust in, is where, look, if things go bust, you've still got Jesus. And that might sound like the right answer. But actually, in terms of we have to go through that, and we have to do that. So getting up every day, it might be, completely difficult for people um to, to get up but the first thing we have to do is get up it, it talks about you know we're talking about prayer and fasting it says not to make an outward show of it it says to get up comb your hair wash your face and do something yeah yeah we don't need to make a show of things you know if we're walking in uh, to our workplace one day and we're crying the next day we're laughing the next day we're doing cartwheels <laughs> well you've not got much emotional intelligence Okay, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop that feeling, okay? but actually, like we've said at the start, there are also maybe people that know nothing about God and going through the same things. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, in, in football, especially, so we've been playing semi-professional since 16. I'd say for the last 11 years, it's kind of an unwritten rule that really no matter what's going on outside of the changing rooms, you don't bring into it, yeah? So if you're going through a bad time, you wouldn't put your arm around someone and go, I'm going through a really bad time. You're there to do a job. You're there to play the game. I think with what's going on in the world is actually there's a bit of awareness now. Yeah, so you look at uh, the boxer Tyson Fury, uh, a six-foot-nine champion, opening up about mental health, opening up about... Uh, days of complete depression and, uh, and anxiety and all these things. So it can happen to any of us. But at the end of the day, it's trusting that God is with us every step of the way. Yeah, He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's always with us. He's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues the ones whose spirits are crushed. Go into the Psalms. Yeah. You've got a man who they said, there's a greatest king in the Bible, okay? And he's crying, he's weeping, he's saying, God, where are you? But he always finishes off, most of the time in the Psalms with, but God, I trust in you. It's good. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. That's all we need to do, to trust with God, but also a big one to get around the right people. Yeah. We don't need to share all our hurt on Facebook. And I think we need to be wise who we share our I, I time with yeah. I, I could sit down with all of you today and cheer my heartache but that wouldn't be right no it'd be right maybe to, to have the people the closest five people to me in my life who can speak into my life yeah. godly counsel Very good, and I think that would help each and every one of us as we go into 2019 yeah, yeah.
0: let's give these guys a massive round of applause thank guys let's just have a look, quick look at Matthew 7 as we finish wasn't that great That was amazing. Matthew 7 says this, Therefore, it's Jesus speaking, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. Jesus is described, one of the ways Jesus is described is as the word. The word made flesh. And what Jesus is saying here when he says if you build your life on these words, he's actually saying if you build your life on me. See, Jesus is the firm foundation to which Jared and Christine and Louise have referred to today, that it doesn't mean that the winds don't come, it doesn't mean that the rain doesn't come, but it does mean that when the change of life comes, our life can remain constant because our life's not built on that relationship. Our life isn't built on our financial circumstance. It isn't built upon our status in society, but it's built on a God who never changes. I promise you this, your financial situation will change. Your relationship status will change. Your business will change. But God never changes. And that's the thing today, and that's the invitation today. If you don't know this God, you can have a relationship with a God who, it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect in your life, but it does mean you're going to have a relationship with a God who is higher than you, whose ways are greater than yours, and who loves you, who will take you and navigate you through the storms of life. And also there's people here today who you'd say, yeah, Josh, I'm a Christian, but your life still isn't built on Jesus. It's built on everything that isn't Jesus, whether it is your finances or your status or that relationship, that family member, whatever it may be. I want to invite you today to build your life on Jesus. Let's start 2019 right. Let's use Jesus as the building block of our faith. Can I just ask you to close your head and bow your close uh, close clo- close your head close your eyes and bow your head